Issues of society remain the same variety. It's Rhyme and Reason 679. Hey there, Tony here. And I know you and I don't have this problem, but have you ever noticed how different people don't tend to get along so well? You notice that? And history books really denote the sections of time, most often using wars as markers. And almost all of those wars were between different peoples. Although it could be argued, I guess, that America's own civil war runs uh, contrary to that assertion, but it doesn't diminish my point because those people were different too. Uh, The point is that how basic issues of society haven't really changed all that much through the years. And the mass murders, that's what they're calling them, the mass murders uh, that are already quickly adding up in the first quarter of 2021, they're somber examples of our corporate inabilities to address the problems with wisdom. And that's kind of been going on for a while. Have you noticed that too? You know, there's a total lack of wisdom in that place that they call the Washington and the D and the C and all that kind of stuff. No, not a lot of wisdom. Instead, politicians and people calling themselves journalists and celebrities of all kinds and even your garden variety neighbors spend countless hours trying to understand what you know what kind of an animal or a monster or a person what kind of a person could could have done something like this that's what they say after these mass murders how could someone like this get to this point you know they interview people and they say those kind of things over and over he was the nicest guy on the street you know i never saw any problem with him i mean there's all that kind of stuff that just goes on and on and then naturally naturally after something like this happens you know the calls for the stricter more stringent gun laws go out and among other things usually the gun laws and large numbers of so-called caring individuals Jump on that bandwagon. We got to do a better job of educating. That's what we got to do. Or um, something like, you know, it's too easy to get your hands on weapons of mass destruction. It's just too easy these days. Or how about the old standby, the ubiquitous, there ought to be a law. If the issues of society could be solved with laws, why haven't they been solved? Hmm? Why? I read an article from six years ago that said there are at least 5,000 federal laws on the books. 5,000 federal laws. That's six years ago. You know there's a bunch more now, right? And there's somewhere between 10,000 and 300,000 regulations to go with those laws. You can probably chalk that up to a half a million now. And those are just on the federal level, by the way. Those numbers don't include the state and the county and the local laws and whatever else. I mean, gosh, if laws could do the trick, again, I say, why haven't they? Again, I ask anyway. Because laws don't address the root cause. Not not even for the most, not even for the least, I should say. Not even for the least harmful issues of society, much less those mass murders, and I can just hear somebody ask, okay, Tony, if there's a so-called root cause for it all, well, what is it, dude? Uh, you're not going to like it. 
You're not going to like this, but this is what it is. Selfishness. Or I can put a little more polish on it for you if you like. Rebellious selfishness. For example, when a despicable human being goes into a grocery store and shoots people he doesn't even know, who do you think is his top priority? Top priority is, yeah, him, himself. And I can say despicable human being because that's the kind of human being who murders. Good people don't murder. And I have to put some air quotes around good people because no one is good except God. But anyway, when you hate your fellow man and you love only yourself, you can do the worst things. I mean, we're seeing evidence all around. So how do, how do so many people get to the point of murder? Well, I think sadly it's because they're raised on hate. Yeah, hate's taught in public schools. Hate is taught on TV. Hate is taught in most major Hollywood movies. Kids are taught from the earliest ages that we came from animals. And, you know, we're just another animal. And what do animals do to survive? The strong ones kill and eat the weak ones. Now, animals aren't doing that out of hate. That's the ironic thing. The real animals and humans aren't animals. They're eating each other because they eat each other to survive. But humans find ways to hate and do those kind of things. So what's the answer to all this destructive teaching? What can solve the issues of society? If it's not new and better laws, what could solve it? Well, in a word, love. And in three words, love and hate. <gasps> what? Solve the problem of hate with more hate? I mean, I thought you were just... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, solve the problem with hate. But not the kind of hate you might be picturing in your head right now. I'm talking about the kind of hate that adds wisdom to love. You know, God inspired Paul, the Apostle Paul, in the New Testament. He's the guy who wrote a whole bunch of stuff in the New Testament. You ought to look it up. It's really, really good stuff. God inspired him to write this phrase, Let love be without... Well, actually, God inspired him to write the, these sentences, not this phrase. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Okay. Abhor. A-B-H-O-R. Abhor. That means to hate basically with all your might. Hate with that fiery hate inside you. But notice that Paul sandwiched the hate between love and good. That's pretty cool, right? He says, let your love be without hypocrisy. And then he talks about the hate. Hate what is evil. And then after that, cling to what is good. So the hate is sandwiched in between the love. That's really cool. Now, this is all going to sound somewhat counterintuitive, but if you love your neighbor, then you'll hate him when he's evil. Mm -hmm. And you'll tell him or her, because there's a lot of evil hers out there, you'll tell them when they're evil. And you'll love them even enough to tell him he's on a path to hell. But if you hate him enough, you'll look for ways to understand. I'm putting air quotes around those. You'll look for ways to understand his motives. We need to understand and figure out why anyone would do such a thing. Because they hate and because they're selfish. That's why. It's not any more difficult than that. Now, I didn't come up with this concept. I'm just a messenger, okay? The only thing 
that one person needs in order for us to have love and hate issues. The only thing that one person needs for that to happen, for love or hate to happen, is another person. And just one. And when the issues of society include mass murders and judicial confusion, the message is more important than ever. Accept or reject. Invite or lose sight. Draw near or pick fear. Choose or lose life, love, Jesus. All right. I hope that message got through to somebody who needed to hear it. And uh, I'll stop preaching for now. Brother Tony over here at the TonyFunderberg.com giving you the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Happy hour, which is never an hour, by the way. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means a whole world to me. Well, it doesn't mean the whole world, but it means a whole lot to me. I hope you understand that. And uh, next chance you get, go on over to TonyFunderberg.com. Click on that merch tab. Get that t-shirt that says, Life has Rhyme and Reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason.